Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Jen Cutter, and welcome to Daily Tech Headlines Week in Review. Late last week, the U.S. House passed the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, approved by the Senate back in August. The bill includes $65 billion for broadband expansion and also classifies all crypto exchanges as brokers and states that cryptocurrencies and NFTs will be treated like securities in terms of capital gains and losses. Protocol reports the boom in NFT play-to-earn style games could generate an unexpected number of taxable events. It points out how simply selling a digital asset and converting an NFT to cryptocurrency to cash out could generate multiple separate taxable investment transactions. NFT games don't typically track transactions for tax purposes. In response to complaints about the speed and accuracy of the underscreen fingerprint reader on the Pixel 6, Google said the sensor utilizes enhanced security algorithms, which can take longer to verify or require more direct contact with the sensor. It's unclear if software updates would be able to improve performance over time. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit rejected NSO Group's claims it's protected under sovereign immunity laws in a suit filed by WhatsApp. WhatsApp accused NSO Group of sending malware to 1,400 users in 2019, including targeting journalists and activists. WhatsApp spokesman Carl Woog praised the decision, calling it an important step in holding NSO accountable for its attacks against journalists, human rights defenders, and government leaders. NSO will challenge the ruling. Clubhouse, the live audio app, announced a new feature called Replay. Creators can choose to record an audio chat and save it to a club or profile, as well as download or share externally. Replays will also support any pinned links from a conversation, and creators will also be able to see who listens to a replay. Listeners can skip between speakers, pause, scrub, make 30-second clips, and listen at 1.5 or 2 times speed. Replays will show up on Clubhouse Discovery pages starting next week. Netflix announced a Kids Clip feature on iOS, showing short videos from the existing children's programming library, similar to the Fast Laughs comedy clip feature that launched earlier this year. Unlike Fast Laughs, Kids Clips will all be viewed horizontally. The feature rolls out this week in the U.S. and Spanish-speaking countries in Latin America, as well as Canada, Australia, and Ireland. Judge Yvonne Gonzalez-Rogers denied Apple's motion for a stay on the injunction ordering Apple to allow developers to add links to external payment options in the App Store. Apple plans to appeal the motion to the Ninth Circuit. The injunction is still scheduled to take effect December 9th. A new partnership will see integrations between Microsoft Teams and Workplace by Meta. After going live on Wednesday, Teams users are able to access Workplace content in an app within Teams. In early 2022, Microsoft Teams users will be able to livestream video into Meta's workplace groups. Employees using either collaboration suite will also be able to view, comment, and react to meetings in real time. Apple told The Verge it will release a software update allowing third-party repair technicians to perform a screen replacement and keep Face ID enabled without requiring a difficult microcontroller transplant. Apple did not give a date on when that software update would arrive. 
Reuters sources say Didi Global plans to relaunch its ride-hailing and other apps in China by the end of 2021. The company reportedly believes the Cyberspace Administration of China will complete its investigation into the company and finalize any penalties by December, setting aside $1.6 billion for potential fines. Following Didi's U.S. IPO in July, 25 Didi apps were delisted and the company was ordered to stop registering new users. The U.S. Department of Justice filed a lawsuit against Uber, alleging violations of the Americans with Disabilities Act. The suit centers around wait time fees that begin accruing two minutes after the car arrives at a pickup location if the trip had not yet begun. Those with disabilities may require more than two minutes to safely enter a car. YouTube announced it's making the dislike count on videos private. The company says this is to protect creators from harassment and reduce the threat of what it calls dislike attacks. Users can still thumbs down videos to give feedback to creators privately, and creators can track dislikes in YouTube Studio. Instagram is testing a take a break feature. This opt-in feature lets users set a reminder for themselves to take a break from the app every 10, 20, or 30 minutes. The feature is currently available to a small test group, with Instagram expecting a full public release in the coming months. Twitter now shows full-sized image previews on the web, removing the auto-cropping algorithm. The company removed auto-cropping in Android and iOS back in May. Patreon CEO Jack Conti confirmed the service is building a video hosting solution and player. Conti said this would be available to any creator, no matter their medium or no matter the upload format. No launch details were announced. Toshiba plans to split itself into three separate companies, with the goal of completing the spin-offs by the second half of fiscal 2023. One company will hold its infrastructure services business, including energy systems and batteries. Another will be for technology devices like semiconductor manufacturing and hard drives, while the third will focus on its memory chip business. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.